The Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. From the book of Genesis. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Amanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for May 16th to 23rd, 2014, the last quarter of the flower moon. Here are some natural events for this quarter moon. This past week, we began to see piles of earthworm castings on areas of bare ground. This means that the earth has warmed up enough for the crawlers to return to the surface from their deep winter burrows and begin again their ancient task of making soil and plowing it. Charles Darwin wondered whether life on Earth could continue without the unheralded labors of these intestines of the Earth, as Aristotle called them. Here's a field and forest report. While flowers are still few on the ground, many trees are bedecked with blossoms. The red maples are still in bloom inland and in northerly parts. And now the Norway maples are coming into bloom along the mid-coast with small green flowers, easily seen without a magnifying glass. Beech, plum, and wild cherry are coming into bloom in our area as well with small five-petaled flowers with just a hint of pink. And of course the shad bush or service berry is coming into bloom too with its five narrow petals on a copper background. Our apples are showing no blossoms yet, though the bud clusters have separated on early varieties. Here's a mountain report. Awanajo has been veiled in mist several times this past week, giving it an air of mystery and enchantment. And what is behind the veil? Well, the other morning I just had to find out, being ever curious for new sights and sounds close to home. On the lower Osgood Trail, I heard an owl call, and farther along I met some birders who had heard the oven bird call, teacher, 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 and they showed me its picture. And then sure enough, near the summit, I heard the call and saw an oven bird skipping along near the ground, olive back, black and white, speckled underneath. Coming down, I could hear a faraway commotion. Crows? Wood frogs? No, it was a, a busload of school children starting up the trail in a state of high excitement, laughing, shrieking, calling, and echoing exuberantly on a foggy morning. By the way, I found the name Awanajo for Blue Hill many years ago in Fanny Hardy X Storm's Indian Place Names of the main coast. Her sources among the Penobscots said the name means small, misty mountain. Not long ago, a Passamaquoddy man told me he'd never heard the word in his native language. So I looked up Awanajo in David A. Francis and Robert Levitt's wonderful Passamaquoddy Maliseet Dictionary and find it's not there. 
There, the word for Misty Mountain is Pakotu Kolo Nesu. And here's a saltwater report. The dreaded gr- European green crab is decimating the clam and mussel population along the main coast. This may have far-reaching implications for other populations as well. <clears throat> the eider duck depends largely on blue mussels for its diet, and with them diminished, the eider will surely follow. Green crabs also damage eelgrass beds, which stabilize muddy shores and banks and prevent erosion. And, of course, green crabs compete with the native blue crabs. <coughs> so here's some wild speculation. It's said that it took a brave man to first eat an oyster. And now it's time for all brave Mainers to step up and start eating the green crab. They're plentiful. They're easy to trap. They are hard to process, but if they catch on as a gourmet item, the green crab problem will be solved. Listeners and readers, please send your green crab recipes here to be broadcast around the world, or at least up and down the coast. And finally, a seed pod for you to carry around with you. This from the French artist Henri Matisse. 1869 to 1954. Derive happiness in oneself from a good day's work, illuminating the fog that surrounds us. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself and support community radio. 